Shalom. In this week's Parsha, Parsha Noyach, we know it's famous for the Mabul, for the flood that HaKadosh Baruch Hu brought onto uh, the world because of uh, all their sins that they committed. If you look, I want to share with you what Zev Lef says, a nice vault over here, that if you look in the Prophet Yeshayahu, he refers to the flood as Mei Noach, the waters of Noach which implies that Noach bears at least partial responsibility for the flood. If you look over there, Sforna suggests that the reason for this is because Noach failed on a certain level to teach his generation how to know Hashem and how to walk in his ways. Had he taught them to know Hashem, for sure they would have uh, repented and nothing would have happened and we could have not have the Mabul. So what exactly is Forno saying? What does he mean by saying that Noach failed on a certain level to teach them the ways of Hashem? So should, there's a midrash that comments on the phrase the path to the tree of life, meaning Derech Eretz. Derech Eretz is the path to the tree of life. Derech Eretz represents Midot. Midot, Midas are proper character traits. And we know that indeed Midos are the path or paths that lead to the tree of life, to the Torah. And that's why in Pirkei Avots we know, and everyone knows this phrase, Derech Eretz Kadmala Torah, which means Derech Eretz precedes the Torah. Meaning we should really, let's go back a step. Lichor, there's a big contradiction between two ideas we brought down, that are brought down. One is what we just said, Derech Eretz Kadmala Torah. Derech Eretz precedes the Torah. Meaning, working on your character traits to make them Good character traits is a foundation, a prerequisite, in order to enable to 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 learn Torah. On the other hand, the Shlab brings down, and others also that Torah. And actually, if you look in a lot of Gemaras, before you learn, you say a little prayer. One of the prayers is that the Torah should affect your character traits to become better. So that's a contradiction. We see that no, first you learn Torah, and then that affects your midot to become better. So to answer and put that all together, the Torah will not have any effect on on a person if he does not have the proper, basic, on a very low level even, good character traits. Meaning the Torah simply cannot reside in one who does not possess decent midas. And hence we say that Terecheretz Kadmala Torah, because without Terecheretz, the, the very low, basic level of character traits, the Torah cannot reside there. And we know, and, and if, however, once you reach that level, then indeed, it's only through the Torah that one can reach the very, very high levels of upgrading your midos, your character traits, to become like Hashem. And that's the whole idea of life. The purpose of life is to try to emulate Hashem as much as we can. How do we emulate Hashem? Those are the yud, the famous Yud Gimel Midos, the Yud Gimel, the 13 character traits that Hashem has, which is to be Rachum, Vechanun, to be extra nice, and caring, and there's many, many, we won't get into the details now. But to summarize the idea, the Yisod that's coming out, is that even though only Torah can bring one's Midos to ultimate perfection, but when there is no f- proper foundation of the Midot, the acquisition of Torah is impossible. Now, there is two ways that people learn this Rabbeinu Yoyna on two different levels. Both are true, says Rav Zevlef. One, he explains that one who lacks good midos 
then no matter how much knowledge of the Torah he knows, it's still impossible for, have, for, for it to have an effect on him. Because the lack of midas prevent the Torah from fully meshing with the essence of his soul, of his neshama. And that's why also when he leaves this world and goes to the world to come, because we're really our neshama, not our bodies, it's just a covering of our neshama, a container for it, then the Torah will not accompany him when he goes and it will be left behind to that, together with all his external components, which is his physical components. However, another way of understanding Rabbeinu Yoyna is that even in this world, the Torah will not remain with him. Now, Avzev Lef explains how how can we understand this idea. So he brings a very famous story, probably some of you know it, that the Rambam had a huge argument with the philosopher whether instinct or training is the decisive factor in the animal behavior. The philosopher came with trained cats that were waiters that literally served people and balanced trays and the audience was in awe. However, and they were dressed in tuxedos and the whole works, the, the Rambam in one second countered his, that proof by releasing some mice at the banquet and all the cats in one second forgot about all their training and all the trays and dishes crashed to the ground and into tons of pieces. And he proved, yeah, yeah, no, the cats, at the end of the day, their instinct, that HaKadosh Buch, the Gemara even talks about this, the instincts that they were born with stays with them. They can't work and uproot that. Yes, you can affect them, but on a certain level, that little, that, that instinct will still stay in them. However, human beings are different. Although they do have their initial instincts, and desires that they're born with. And without working on themselves, they'll drag them onto all fours just like an animal. But a human being is more distinct because they have the ability to perfect their midas that we're talking about, and, and that controls their animalistic instincts, we'll call them. Hence, even if one learns the Torah, but it doesn't, he doesn't work on his character traits, then he's like those cats. He's able to put on a show of, on a certain level, Torah discipline for a time, but only so long as there's no so, as there's no mice that are being released in his path. This goes very well together with what the Rambam says that a Talmud Chacham, the definition of a Talmud Chacham, is one who has mastered good character traits. Why? Because. He cannot really, it goes very well with what we're saying, he cannot perfect his character traits if it wasn't through Torah. And hence, as a result also, any sin that he does is by nature incidental. Why? Because really, it, 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 it's not him. So something came into him and he did something bad, but that's not really him. His whole essence is totally different, and it's for sure that he's going to do tshuva and repent for it right after. And therefore we are told, that if we see a righteous person, Talmud Chacham, sinning at night, already by the next morning we have to assume that he has repented. The idea is what we're saying. The sin did not flow from an intrinsic character flaw because if he's a Talmud Chacham, obviously his characteristics and his midos are on a very high level. And it was an, a one-off thing, but it wasn't representing what who he really is. The altar from Kelm once said that Darwin was able to formulate his theory of evolution only because he never really saw what a real high-level human being is that worked on, it, on himself through, through the powers of Torah. 
and therefore he could have the ability of viewing a person as no more than a smarter monkey. But, says the altar from Kelm, had he seen my Rebbe, Rebbe Shral Salanter, who indeed did, did develop his character traits to a degree of perfection, that fully expressed the essence of the divine image, Kodesh Bohu, like we said, to emulate his Midas, he never could have entertained such a possibility that human beings evolved from monkeys. Of course, Darwin's peers were respected on a social level. But we're talking about here on the true character development. They obviously didn't reach the level that a person through Torah and through working on themselves can. Now with the one and a half minute we have left, I want to bring it home now to the question we started. What was Noach's mistake? Noach's mistake, wants to say of Zev Lef, is that he was dealing with the symptoms. He saw that the sins of immorality, of robbery, etc. He was dealing with it. Don't rob. It's not the right thing to do. Hashem's in charge. That's not what you should do. But that's just dealing with the symptoms. The underlying disease was the deficiency of the character development. And therefore, he was held on a certain level responsible also for the mabul for the flood and therefore it's called Meinoch he should have corrected them by developing their own character traits In, instead he was his rebuke was on his symptoms on what he saw they were doing incorrectly and although that helped to suppress it for a little bit but it always reappeared that's why the Torah describes the generation of the flood as Rabat Ra'at Adam, which is translated to mean the evil they, the evil levels they they reached was beyond boundaries for what a human person is, and therefore, mida keneged mida, they also got the mabul was also also past all boundaries. We'll add a nice idea that in in the Zohar it brings down in Kabbalah that the colors of the rainbow are really a representative a representation of Hashem's midos, Hashem's attributes, if you will. And hence, the rainbow is the symbol that we know that Hashem promised not to bring another flood anymore. Why? On a deeper level, Kabbalistic level, because by reflecting on and emulating Hashem's midos, which is what the rainbow represents, we ensure that another flood won't be necessary even, because we have to work on our midos to become like a Kodesh Bochum. Another interesting idea that flows with this is that if you look carefully, we know that only after the flood, when Noach and his family had left the ark, only then Hashem permits the consumption of meat. Before that, they weren't allowed to eat meat. Sefer Karim explains, very nice idea, why that is true. Because mankind prior to the flood did this mistake we're talking about. They falsely equated animal life with human life. Because man was in their eyes reduced to just a more developed animal. But that's not true. That's maybe what made them make their mistake. No, they're able to reach higher levels. They're able to emulate HaKadosh Bohu's Midois character traits to counter this tragic mistake. Hashem therefore permitted mankind to eat meat when they left uh, the, the Ark to show that indeed there is an essential difference between men and animals. Because man has the ability to develop and emulate the Midois of Hashem. This is why Avram Avinu was successful, because he did the opposite. I'm not going to get into the details, but at the end of the day, he did work on their midos. We know that he, he showed them how chesed is important, and he did work on his midos, and only then 
he taught the generation also through Midas and then who HaKadosh Baruch Hu is and what life is all about and therefore he was so successful how do we see this? we'll end off with this because if you look carefully in Parashas Vayera Hashem explains in Bereshis 18.19 you'll see Hashem's Perek Yudches Pasuk Yudches Hashem explains why he chose Avram to be the continuation of the Jewish people because and I quote it in English for I know that he will command his children and household after him that they will keep Hashem's way during ch- doing charity and justice meaning Hashem knew that Avram would direct his descendants in Derech Hashem what's Derech Hashem? the Rambam uses this Lashon Derech Hashem to mean the path of Midois that lead to the tree of life which is the Torah and that's how we started off that the whole idea is to emulate Hashem to reach this idea of working on our Midois of course, to reach the basic level, but also through Torah and mitzvah observance to beca- get to a higher level of mitzvah observance. Good job,